This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. These days we start with a scream, but I'm not going to do that. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thanks for tuning in or watching the video. This is Mike Mansfield, Tana Pennington. You're listening to the Wealth Puzzle. You know, we work at the Lynn Group. We do retirement income planning. Hey, you might notice that Tana and I in these videos, if you're smart enough to watch the videos, much better content than listening. Mm-hmm. But I get it because I listen to podcasts when I walk. Um, you notice that both of us are really white. And that's because we've both been hiding under our desks for two weeks, right? scared to death, hoping no clients call. What are we going to do? No, that's the, not the true. The sky is falling. That is not true. The end is near. And here no, we actually, we, I got to go. We finally crawled out. It was like seeing the light. Oh. I got to go hike the, the Arches National Park in oh. Moab, Utah. It was beautiful. That doesn't sound like. It was amazing. Living the rough life. <laughs> It's probably because your husband works for a Russian oligarch. And so you guys have a little bit of disposable cash floating around. No. In, in briefcases. No. No. no? Is this slowing down your husband's work by any chance? By the way, Tana's I, husband, when I said that, he's not a bodyguard. He does not no. carry briefcases around for Russian oligarchs. No. He simply flies their $100 million jets. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, simple, actually, so far, business... Life as usual. Um, but yeah, very unfortunate, the conflict that's going on right now, but um, is it a challenge for him to like go into the country to pick up his boss? And stuff yeah, like actually he is kind of rerouting and, and going through the back door, but wow. it's, it should all work out. Hopefully. What a mess. Well, yeah. we, we, we haven't done videos for two weeks and it's not because we were scared and hiding under our desks, maybe little, but not a ton. <laughs> It was unfortunately because we had other things going on. Work has been busy with tax season. And then twofold Tana did unfortunately have to have a family reunion. I've met her family. It was That's great. I used the word unfortunately. Um, what? That is not nice. What? Uh, I love my family. <laughs> I grew up with them. I, I, I know. Really. I know. The, um, but hey, there's a lot going on. So we don't want to make light of that. Obviously. Yeah. A lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. This is a volatile year in the market. The stock market has come down quite a bit. People are, you know, we're, I'm fielding a lot of phone calls. We're mm-hmm. chitty chatting with people. And, you know, I still just, I, I think I want to start in the beginning, you know, because not everyone watches the full video. So I'll start from the get go. This is going to be a positive year in the stock market. I still mm-hmm. wholeheartedly believe that. I feel like the estimates that we put in place at the beginning of the year to remind everybody. We set a target of about 40,000 on the Dow, about 5,200 on the Mm S&P. I'm still sticking to that stuff. I'm still sticking to my guns because to me, everything is math. I'm pointing at you, whoever's watching. (laughs) It's math. Um, And and the reality is, is right now we're living heavily in emotions. The things Mm -hmm. that are going on in the world are horrific. They're socially and morally corrupt. Mm -hmm. It's nothing that we want to see. But when you get into the mathematical basis of how what is going on impacts the potential of having 10 to 15 percent growth on company earnings this year in the United States, Mm -hmm. it's hard pressed to make that solid case. I believe that earnings are going to be strong. I believe that GDP is going to be stable. I believe that the pandemic is ending Mm -hmm. from a 
at least from a business standpoint on the premise that people will be getting back to normal and spending money and going to work and doing things this year. Um, all of that stuff points to positive. You look at the economic data that's been rolling out before the Russians invaded Ukraine. You had, we, we criticize them, but still technically we had good job numbers in January. You had retail sales come out extra strong than people expected mm-hmm. in January. Um, you, you have uh, the unemployment, unemployment claims and continuing playing. Ugh, geez, that was a tongue twister. And I was reading Dr. Seuss last night to my kid. Dude, like, holy cow, if you think you're drunk. So awesome. Um, you know, continuing and initial unemployment claims. The numbers are tightening up almost pre-pandemic levels at this point. Mm-hmm. Everything is coming together. And then you get to the consumer. They're sitting on a boatload of dough right. because Mr. Government Fancy Pants Man printed a ton of money, gave it to people, told them not to right. pay any of their bills and bada bing, bada boom. And you know what? You can think what you want about geopolitical conflict. Mm-hmm. If it stops people from going to Walmart here in Ventura tomorrow, then we have a problem. Question is, I went to Walmart twice on Saturday, <laughs> which twice was unpleasant twice. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I went twice. So on, on Saturday, What'd you do this weekend? I spent all day Saturday from scratch building a mission, the San Diego mission for my 10 year old. Oh, I remember that project. And my goodness, how much Gorilla Glue, the gel, the best one I went through. (laughs) I'm trying to hold everything together. You know, it was cool, though. Like, so I used our Amazon box. Mm-hmm. Wrapped in tape from 3M. Get there's nice. a theme here, people. You invest in companies that make money because they sell you a bunch of stuff, no matter what's going on in the world. You know, went to Michael's, bought all this junk. We're gluing it to the box, and I'm like, guys, it's not right. So then I'm like, 6 a.m. on Saturday, I'm at Lowe's buying texture like for your walls. It's like texture the mission, and we're spray painting. Smart. It. I like yeah, it. It was nice. Very but, cool. Well, she said to me, Dad. <laughs> This is before we got going last week. She said, Dad, I have to build a mission. Okay, that's cool. I'll help you. It's got to be better than Avery's. <laughs> that's it. It's got to be better than Avery's. And I'm Did like, you uh, succeed? I don't know who Avery is, but all right. We're coming after Avery. So, uh, the competition. so we did the best we could. Um, but in any case, I don't know. I got to start. The point I was making was, as long as the consumer still feels confident to go out and spend mm-hmm. money in the U.S. economy, that's only going to play mathematically into the things that we're talking about. Right. Still, the reality is the market is very emotional. It is very upset. Um, and so Tan and I were talking about this over the weekend. Um, and you know, one of the things that we wanted to touch on is we had some slides that we'll pull up here that kind of give some historical context to what's mm-hmm. going on. And so let's see. Oh, my gosh. I got to go back. I started in the middle of the deck. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. Here we go. So if you're watching this, you'll see this. If you can't see it because you're listening to it, shoot me an email. Mm -hmm. Tana and I will email it to you. Obviously, year to date, you know, these numbers are as of a week ago. Obviously, year to date, nothing is doing well. Uh, Stocks are down. Real estate's down. Treasuries Mm -hmm. are down. The only thing that's up a little bit is gold. But that's kind of an ironic because it, it kind of got its butt kicked last year when everything else was up. So net net gold is still down. Yeah. Well, opinion. it tends to be an uncorrelated asset. So yeah, it used yeah, to yeah. be right until you know COVID hit and then it went up like a missile with real estate. Mm-hmm. And you say, what mm-hmm. what is happening here? Why is gold going up a ton? Because everyone's so scared of the. F- Never mind. Let's not go there. <laughs> scared of dying. 
Okay. Oh, so what are the main drivers of the market this year? So if you're watching this, you've seen this. We've talked about this before quite a bit, right? There's there's three stools to the, the leg of chaos. The inflation, what's the Fed going to do about inflation? And then the conflict of Russia invading Ukraine. Now, what's interesting is these things are all become interchangeable because even though I don't think Russia and Ukraine have this massive, massive economic impact on the United States, remember, uh, Russia's economy is smaller than Texas's or Florida's or something. They, the giant landmass, crappy economy. Um, Ukraine, same thing. We don't have a boatload of trading or anything going on with them. So the only issues that that, that kind of see is we think that this impact could certainly cause our inflation to continue along the course. Now it's ironic though, because I think that things have evolved in, in just a couple of weeks with the invasion, with what's going on. I personally believe this is going to change the rhetoric of the Federal Reserve. People have been scared that there's going to be six or seven Fed rate increases, which is kind of funny because there aren't even that many meetings left this year. Um, so it's a Good weird point. Way to, oh, the Feds are going to have seven increases. They have six meetings. Um, what? Are they going to have a special meeting oh, mid-month? No. <laughs> no. One more. Um, it's, but but Tana's laughing, but it kind of speaks to the irrationalness of, of analysis. Like, Right. Seven increases, six meetings. Okay, sure. Um, I think we end up back at the three to four increases this year. They're going to be probably slower to act because once again, there's this cloud of war. There's this uncertainty. There's a fear. You know, what if Russia doesn't stop in Ukraine? What if they go after a NATO country? Mm. What if, what if, what if, what if? Yeah. The reality is, I believe at the moment, not a lot of that what if is going to come true. And therefore, the conflict will just mainly impact a little more supply chain stuff. It'll mm -hmm. make our inflation more persistent. But the feds aren't going to attack the inflation as hard as some people had projected. Mm. Looking out my window, I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not like a you know ooh, shiny object. I just thought I saw someone look like one of our clients walking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, sorry. A train went by. The um, <laughs> anyways. Skip that slide. That slide's boring. This is a great slide for anyone yeah. who can see this. Very interesting. This is very interesting because what we have on the screen is we put five major conflicts. So we put the Vietnam War. Anyone ever heard of that? The Gulf War, the Afghan War, the Iraq War, and then the invasion of Crimea in 2014 by Mr. Putin. Mm -hmm. And what's amazing is when you look at the chart, we put these beautiful little lines. Bloop. like little cups. They're so cute. And so what we put on here is we put when the invasion happened. Tana, what do you notice when the invasion happens? That the stock market falls. It falls. But then what happens right after the invasion has happened? Recovers. Goes up, right? So yeah. the, the rhetoric becomes by the invasion. The invasion mm -hmm. as the stock market's falling, like Tana said, right. is that it's kind of finding a bottom there very quickly. And then in all of these other historical conflicts, the market goes up after that. And in right. many respects, it goes up quite a bit. Yeah, The only true. one that looks a little funky is the Afghan war right in the mm -hmm. middle. And that's because shortly thereafter the invasion, even though you can see the market going back up, uh, the market fell apart. Nothing to do with the Afghan war. It fell apart because of the dot-com crisis that oh, was creating yeah. tech companies in the United States. Good point. Causing a recession. Yeah. So in any case, is history always true? I, I don't know. It is so far, right? Mm -hmm. The invasion, the literal invasion started last week. And what has the stock market done since it started? Yeah. Gone up? Yeah, I was on vacation. So no, I'm not. 
She's still on vacation. I am not. Yeah, I'm here from on location. You should have called from the top of the ski slopes. What were you? Were you yeah, we did. We had a great time at yeah. Brighton. The um, wow, so fancy. I was building a model <laughs> mission. The um, but the reality is the stock market's already gone up. Now, granted, things can evolve, right? You know, things do in fact get worse. You know, for example, over the weekend, I, I get the anxiety that everybody else gets. I turn on the news, bloop, bloop, every channel's yeah. like, the nuclear missiles are getting warmed right. up. They're, 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 they're polishing them so they look pretty as they fly through the sky. Um, and you're like, oh, crud. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, that's my first thought. I was like, oh, crud, man. Bad day in the market on Monday. Oh, it's all over. And, mm-hmm. and what's the market up so far? This is Monday. What is today? The 28th of February? Market's positive at the moment. Yeah. And you want to know why? It's because the stock market doesn't believe he's going to throw nukes. You Thank know, goodness. It's posturing. It's it's a fear tactic to protect his supply lines in the Ukraine so nobody bugs him with what he's doing. And then the shallow stock market says, well, he's probably not going to do that. And then mm-hmm. it reverts back to the, oh, yeah. And so it doesn't have a huge impact on U.S. corporate earnings. So anyways, back to business. Um, granted, if he physically does something, he goes, like I said, attacks NATO, something like that. All the cards are off the table. But at the moment, history mm-hmm. does really does reinforce or at least provide some very strong context to the idea of, of buying the invasion. Then we have this other chart. Nobody can see this. Nobody can read this. If you ask for it, I'll send it to you. This goes back to 2007. And what this does is it shows how the stock market do. Well, actually, what it says is from 2007 to now, the stock market averaged 11%. Yet in that time period, we have all of like these major current events listed mm-hmm. on here. I mean, you got Deepwater Horizon oil spill. You've got the N1H1. That was the swine flu back in 09. Uh, you know, you got Obama becoming president. You got you got COVID hitting. You've got the Paris terrorist attacks. ISIS does the offensive in, in Iraq. You have all of these things that were headline making, right? Mm-hmm. Upsetting, concerning, exhausting. All of us panicking. All of us talking about it. The, the media feed being everything that you see, right? Pick any one of these things. A lot of time was spent on what it meant, right? Mm-hmm. And what's happened in the stock market in that time period? Continue to go up. Yeah. I mean, it's got its moments down, right? It yeah, crashed right. in 08 and it you know, crashed Definitely. a little bit in 11 and obviously it crashed in 2020. But one way or another, through all of those things that scare the bejesus out of us, Mm-hmm. things keep grinding along in the end. And so a lot of that has to be your attitude, right? Is yeah. there's emotions and there's facts and there's numbers. The market, a lot of these things listed on here are driven by emotion. Mm-hmm. And so if you're freaking out about the emotions of something, you know, eight times out of 10, you're going to be wrong mathematically when it comes to making investment decisions based on that. I am guilty of this too. Like I said, on Saturday, I freaked out about the, mm-hmm. you know, the nuclear talk all of a sudden. So, oh, crud, here it is. Right. You know, it's all over. And and emotionally, I went to a dark place, mm-hmm. you know, and the reality is, though, mathematically, we're, we're just not there. Tana sells on all of these things. <laughs> That's why it's better that if you I do not advice, you take it from me and I'll take it. Yeah. Emotional. This is a great chart. Not going to waste my time on it. All it shows is it shows the length of bull markets over bear markets. Bull markets run way longer than bear mm-hmm. markets. Ooh, look at all you learned. Okay. 
This one's good. Tana likes this one. Yeah, this is a great visual. And so since Tana's the one that creates the show and I'm the one that does all the, the, the silly talking. <laughs> You're good at it. Is that is that what it is? Yeah. I'm something. We don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm something. But this is a great chart. So this chart, if you guys can see it, this shows from basically last year all the way back to 1980. I like this chart because, you know, it shows my life. <laughs> That's true, huh? This is me. What happened? That's great. So, so anyways, the chart goes back a ways and it's got, it's got bars for every year. And then it shows the blue bar at the top shows what was the final return for that year. And then the orange bar at the bottom shows any corrections, bear markets, pullbacks, what happened in that year, um, you know, versus, you know, what happened. So for example, 1980, I know it's hard to see for everybody, but, but you know, Watch this on a bigger monitor and then you can see it just fine. Jeez. Yeah. In 1980, the very first bar, the stock market ended the year up 26%, but sometime mid year, it had a 17% crash. Mm-hmm. How many people say, oh, the market's crashing? Ah, you know, we're like falling. And they say, sell it. I mean, I'll tell you what, you go back to last last Wednesday when the invasion started and the stock market went up. I had two phone calls that day of people saying, I'm sick of this. Let's sell everything. I thought, not a good idea. That's when the stock market goes up, when the retail investor Mm -hmm. gives up. But you look at that. If you panicked in that specific moment, you missed out on the market rallying 26%. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know it's hard to see here. You scoot down the road. 1987 is a memorable year. They had Black Friday. They had this terrible crash in the year. The stock market in the middle of the year was down 34% somewhere. Mm-hmm. It still ended positive 2%. Now 2% not the most award-winning return, but it is when you lost 34% mm-hmm. somehow magically pulled a positive out of it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's incredible years like that where you say, my goodness, look at 2020, right? The, the, the stock market pullback from COVID was almost 35%. Mm-hmm. Yet the market ended up 16%. How many people, Tana, called in March of 2020 saying, Oh, very, uh, yeah. There was a lot of them. You had to talk them. I want to buy some down CDs. From selling it all. Let's buy CDs. It's so true. And they would have missed out on a really great opportunity. The failure for a lot of people is not investing, right? Uh, the, the failure is understanding the risk associated with investing. Mm-hmm. See, when you're an investor, risk is based on time horizon. And so one of the things, let me see what else is on. That's boring. Oh, thank you. That's a nice slide. <laughs> that was so supposed I'm, to be I'm, at the I'm end. Cut out. We're going back to us. So Tan and I, our focus is retirement income planning. So when you do retirement income planning, it's all about, it's all about bucketing money and looking mm-hmm. at time periods. And if we have someone that retired yesterday and they need money now, Tan and I look out, we look out the next, you know, three, five, seven years. And we say, how much money are we realistically going to use out of our portfolio? Right. We need to be pretty darn conservative with that right. money because we don't want to sell investments at a loss mm-hmm. like this year um, just to generate cash to, to provide income for. And then all of a sudden now you're looking out kind of five to 10 years and you're saying, how much money are we planning on using in that time period? We can be a little more risky mm-hmm. with that because we've got some time horizon. What about 10 years out? What about 15 years out? And as we create income plans and we look further and further out, Tana and I have the ability to figure out how much risk someone should have and where it's appropriate to hold that risk. Yeah. And if you follow that template, 
even in a year like this where the, you know, the, the S&P has been hanging out better part of 10% down, um, it's not that much down anymore at the moment. Um, you don't have to go say, oh my goodness, dang it. All of my income was in stocks. I just right. lost 5, 10, 15%. I now need to sell some of them to make my income. Blah. That's poor planning. That's because mm-hmm. you don't have an income plan. That's because you don't have a retirement plan. And that's because your financial advisor sucks. <laughs> That was a a sales pitch for you. I know. I was like, wow. Yeah. But if people plan stuff correctly, then you don't have these issues. I mean, Tana and I, I don't know why I included you on that. I wrote a book. (laughs) Tana and I wrote a book. We have another book. But the book I wrote was literally titled, you know, How Your Financial Planner Failed You. And this is what we literally talk about is the failure of planning is the failure of planning. Right. Most people keep all of their attitudes from when they were growing their money, working Mm -hmm. into retirement, and then they can't figure out why they have a problem. See, not all of us can be wealthy like Tana. Not all of us can have the resources and the smiles. No. You know, if I had a head of hair like you, Tana, I'd (laughs) I'd be going places. Oh, that's so awesome. But I'm here. (laughs) So. I didn't let you talk much today. I, I really no, went it's on okay. the rant. I apologize. I apologize. You know what's amazing? I will I will throw out a weird statistic that we should probably think about more. And that is that the more Tana talks, the better feedback we get on those videos. Oh, fantastic. Right. So, you know, we gotta we should, we need to talk offline about how to fix that. Okay. Also, I'm noticing on our screen here that I have all these fancy, silly looking designations after my name, but you don't have your designation oh, on your name. oops. I forgot to add that. Which makes you look a little corny. I'm sorry. It makes you look like just opinion. I Hannah is a retirement income certified professional, people. She plans retirement plans. I do. Call Tana. Don't call me. <laughs> call Tana. Uh, it's tax season. No one call. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so busy, but it's, it's good. Busy. Busy's no, it's, good. It's, it's good. Yeah. But hey. Tan and I truly do appreciate the anxiety everyone is feeling. We appreciate the stress. Mm-hmm. We understand it. We're feeling it ourselves. This is all we right. talk about. You know, um, I, you know, I shared very lightly, you know, I had a little bit of a panic over the weekend reading the headlines and, yeah. you know, once the dust was able to settle and we were able to kind of digest what they meant, we feel better about it, but that doesn't mean that we don't all freak out in the moment. Yeah. So do not hesitate to call us. Do not hesitate to reach mm-hmm. out. If we can help clarify those things for you, our, our phone number at the office, 805-500-7035. Our main website is the lindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. But hey, I totally understand. There's mm-hmm. nothing perfect. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of stress out there. It's been a long couple years with COVID. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if things felt simpler. Unfortunately, they don't yet. But hopefully time heals all wounds. And, um, you know. We appreciate all of our listeners and all of our followers and all the people that provide us with feedback, even when it's negative. So anyways, everyone have a great week and we'll be back uh, next week. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com.
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC, the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.